Our elders do not care so much if we are Christian, only that we are not spiritually devoid, so that we may become stronger than they themselves. This episode of Hyperborean Radio Uncensored is brought to you by the attendant company of Patreon. I am the Lorekeeper, and with me, as always, is Celtic God. Say hello to everybody. No, you can't make me. <laughs> um, yeah, that I hope everybody enjoyed take 52 of the intro. <laughs> yes, but this episode was actually inspired because I was thinking about it. Interactions we've had with our elders, our old people, and I don't mean specifically what people would call pagan elders. I just mean our people period our mothers our fathers our grandparents uh old people we meet at the diner or the truck stop and end up having a conversation with those sorts of things hi dave and the interactions we've had with them at least myself and uh cg has shown that our elders don't really care if christianity continues it's it's not on their purview they literally just want their their descendants the next generations Mm -hmm. of our people to succeed the god is less relevant the religion is less relevant well in part i think that's because they've lived their whole life under it they've tried they've tried and they see that it doesn't actually work in many cases it's chased away their children it's chased away their grandchildren but it's the only answer that they actually have like oh you want community go to church oh you need spirituality go to church oh you need this go to church read the bible and by the way, no, I don't go to church because the preachers and the, the church itself is crooked as a snake's back. Yeah, church they, is they for sinners. Yeah, church is for sinners. I don't need to go to church, yes, to quote it, Dave. Well, and there are actual people out there. Like, uh, you've met them, like the hill folk of Appalachia. Mm-hmm. They call themselves Christian. They hate Jesus. They hate God. They hate his angels. Uh, like a popular Appalachian folk song, uh, Ain't No Grave, yeah, is quite literally about... cute that so many... So many of the Christian churches sing it, but they never actually listen to the words. It's challenging Jesus to a fight. Yeah. And, and his it, angels. And they call themselves Christians because they ain't no witches, but they venerate the old gods like right. the dog and, does. And to the translate Morgan. that into, into everyday language or every person language, they're Christian because they're good people. They ain't witches because they're not bad people. It's this false. So they still have that dichotomy, even though they... they don't want nothing to do with Jesus or his father or his angels. And they don't want to go to heaven because ain't none of their family went to heaven. Oh yeah. It's even a common joke in America. All the interesting people went to hell and all the boring Mm -hmm. people went to heaven or uh, another version. A lot there. Heaven is full of whores and hell is full of preachers. Yeah. Something like that. And it's this interesting. Heaven, heaven is full of whores and thieves while hell is populated with preachers preachers and lawyers makes sense yeah, i think that's what the phrase is but the reason that i find this fascinating is it's this false binary that has existed for a long time to the point where when we talk to people whether there are elders or just normal everyday people they get interested specifically in the ethnic ways our old ways the mm-hmm. way of our people this is the way yes that is such a good line it's a oh i got excited bouncy excited the first time i heard that i'm like somebody gets it yes it's about the wrong thing but somebody gets it oh yeah like i got i had that same reaction with the recent god of war game when i saw that they fixed the fat man chest Mm -hmm. that they had in the promo images for thor and i was like yes that's the most accurate depiction of thor i've ever seen well and the thing is is watching 
what is that show? Mandalorian. Um, which I don't watch, by the way. <laughs> no. But you watch watching the Mandalorian, some of the scenes I've seen of it, this is the way, this is the way. It seems very militaristic and it's solid, right? But you know that the thing that they're talking about that is the way, it's more than just the thing. So I, I don't know. Keeping the helmet on is not enough. Why are you keeping the helmet on? Intent. Well, it's it's a lot like one of the early episodes we did of this season, Via Negativa. Part of the the hard part of trying to explain and define our old ethnic ways is that it's easier to describe it by what it's not than what it is. This is part of the issue of trying to contain it. There is no book. There is no documentary. There is no series of movies that are we can point to and say, this tells you everything you need to know. It doesn't we are working way. on fixing that. Or at least getting people a good starting point, a good starting base. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, yes, maybe. <laughs> but that's actually the most fascinating thing to me is our people want another option. Mm-hmm. This false dichotomy of you're either a Christian, so some variation of Christian, or you're an atheist. These seem to be the two things that most pop into people's mind because I'll have conversation with Christians and then they'll start talking about, I used to think the way you did, but then I found a God in my life and I'm just looking at them like, you know, I'm not an atheist, right? Like I actually believe in many gods, including yeah. yours, but he's a liar. Yeah. And that always makes them step back like, oh, wow. Yeah, the, they go all fish mouth, which means that their their mouth not only just gapes, but it, it does that open, closed thing, op, 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 op. Well, and that, that brings me to... Something that and I think terror. I've noticed fear in our eyes when I say that to them. They're like, oh, shit. Well, and that is because <clears throat> in a universalist faith in a Christ, in the Christian faith. Your God has to not only be real. But the one true God. So you can't have other gods around and you definitely can't be on an even keel because mm-hmm. the church used to pull that stuff and they're trying to start it again where, well, you can have your other gods, but ours is on top. That, that's something they're trying to reinstitute. Oh, yeah, that used to be a thing. They're trying to go back to that. Like, you can go venerate Hearn, but you have to come to church because this is the most important God. Well, and there's some uh, some message that you showed me that kind of prompted this uh, this discussion that we're having right now. What was that message? Something about infighting. And there isn't any infighting. Well, Do you it's remember off the top of your head? Uh, I forget what it was, but they were trying to stop the infighting between, like, Christians and pagans. There is no infighting. There no. is no infighting between the Christians. The infighting would, would imply that we're of the same group. We're not. Well, what happens is, most of the time, pagans basically try to go and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Christians and follow. And just like in the Wild West, as uh, Steve McNallan said, that his ancestors did, his ancestors followed the dirty heathens out into the Wild West to bring them God. Because people went heathen out west uh there's even some quotes from doc holiday where he's like he his time in the wilderness he came to know the many gods and you've spent time quote unquote camping yep. in the woods for years at a time and coming to know the gods and you've camping met it's someone good for the soul yes and you met somebody that was quote unquote camping for mm-hmm. five years in the rockies and basically went full barbarian and became a devotee of the hunter yeah so which you'd think he'd be like a bloody mess and but no he, he was probably one of the most solid most peaceful people i've met extremely dangerous well it's extremely dangerous individual well it's like we've said before a religion of peace is typically extremely violent 
and a religion of war is often extremely peaceful. Yep. And this is actually what brings me to the topic of today. The, the, the title, let's go with that, is in paganism, the argument of what is the one true God is a completely and utterly irrelevant topic. It's not a pagan concept in and of itself. It doesn't matter. Right. Ir- well, I've had universal ask, universalists ask me, well, what happens if your God doesn't exist? It changes absolutely nothing for me. And then I reverse the question, what happens if your God doesn't exist? And again, watch the fucking terror as they, they scramble for the belief, the blind belief that they have to hold on to. Because if their God doesn't exist, holy shit, everything just fell apart. For well, me, if our gods do, don't exist, it doesn't matter because there's the people to remember me. Because I've, stri- uh, I've striven, strove my entire life to be great. I've sacrificed everything again and again and again, going from near the top of whatever it was I was doing to the bottom to climb again. It doesn't matter to me. I believe in them, but they don't have to exist. No, and none of them have to be the one true God. Oh, none of them are. that is not a pagan concept. You don't at all. It uh, doesn't even occur to me. You don't venerate the Dogda because he's the one true God. You don't venerate the Morgan, Perun, Zeus. Odin, I know that we're going to lose Thor. people with this, but it's actually the the various fandoms are closer to the way than universalism. Yes, what they're missing actually is depth. Yeah, because actually that's what a lot of uh, modern paganism is. Is it's. It's, it's the a, ceremony, it's the ritual, it's the motions. The aesthetics. It's it's a fandom. Yeah. Because they're going through the motions, but there's nothing below that. Well, you've actually met practicing quote unquote Wiccans who admit, like, yeah, this is just fun. Like, yes, it, it's it's not. Oh, yeah, required. you're talking about the, the Wiccan that because I mock them and I I ridicule them quite often, especially about their ceremonies and ritual and their big air quotes magic but I, I've, I've met one and i came to her defense because she was open and honest with me is no this isn't her spirituality her spirituality is something different no she wasn't christian she she believed in deities but she didn't even bother trying to name them she she just tried to be a good person but she liked the witchy aesthetic she had the cauldron she had the the many candles and the different color candles for the specific reasons and she had the crystals and the fancy stones and all that crap but she was honest she's like i just like this i like that aesthetic which you know what i i got no problem with it she didn't run around trying to teach anybody she wouldn't she just did it because she liked it and so then i would ask so i actually got curious i'm like well what is this candle for because she had the stereotypical black candle she says well you light it and it makes light but other than that when I light it, it helps me feel this thing. And the red one, I feel this thing. It just helps me focus on that emotion or that line of thought. And so I had a probably a two-hour conversation with her about her fandom. And well, it was real enough for her as real as, I, I don't know where to go with it, somebody that really likes Halo. Halo. So they got an airsoft gun, and they're constantly practicing... Um, um, uh, not just shooting, but what what are those called? Those courses, you know, where you run and you dive and you jump and you shoot the target. Obstacle targets. course? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like an obstacle course, but it's not. But they constantly practice those. It's not 
for nothing. It's not a useless thing that they're doing, but they understand their fandom is it's that's exactly what it is. It's fandom. And I know some people are upset because I just equated the way to fandom, but these things are, they're not the same thing, but they're neighbors. Well, it's a similar concept. It's just, there's a very big difference between like being someone who follows, I don't know, Thor. Mm -hmm. Let's go with a big one. Versus someone that just really likes the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. These are two. They 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 have end up having similarities, but they're not the same. They're not the same thing. But it's closer than this universalist approach with the spirituality and the empty ritual and the empty ceremony. Because you think that it might maybe be real, and you're trying to get something out of it, as opposed to just enjoying doing it. Well, and that's kind of the thing is there's nothing wrong with doing what you enjoy. Well, and the thing is, it's like the, the Wiccan I, I was talking about earlier. I would have verbally berated her and verbally beat her up had she been going around trying to teach people the, these are ancient practices and uh, you have to do this if you're going to truly connect spiritual. If she did any of that, I would have verbally beat her up. But she didn't. And it's not that she was ashamed of, of the her fandom. It's just she understood these things don't actually matter. They only matter to me. Yeah, it's like the people that get really dressed up for Viking stuff. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's irrelevant to the spirituality. Right, right. That's it. It's irrelevant to the spirituality. I have no problem with people that like the Viking stuff if they're just having fun with it. They like the aesthetic. They like the music, and it's just a thing. But when it when they try pushing it as a spirituality, it's not a spirituality. It, that's a fandom, and that's just fine. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of people will wear Mjolnir's as jewelry just because they think Vikings are cool. Nothing wrong with that. It's just it's not a spirituality at that mm -hmm. point. It's just a fandom. You're just a fan of Vikings. Which is perfectly fine, but it's these, it's the people that try saying, oh, no, you have to do this and oh, no, it's this book, and oh, no, it's... And they're trying to get make you do the same thing that they're doing, which is clearly just a fandom. When, okay, here's, here's the difference. I meet Rando out on the street, and I say... And, and it comes up in the conversation that I'm a heathen, which actually comes up a surprising amount. They know... I'm not the Viking kind. They know that I'm not the Wiccan kind. They know I'm not the Aryan thing. They know that I'm not these other things. And when I say I am the head crushing, the, the head crushing kind of pagan, they're like, yes, that's it. You're solid. I've had so many people say you're solid to me. And that's the difference. Spirituality, true spirituality is fairly solid. It's also fairly liquid, mm -hmm. but whatever it is, you can tell it's there. Whereas fandoms are flighty. Like, you can have a borderline religion, and some people have gone so far as to make Jediism with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But everyone can kind of look at it and be like, man, you just really this like Star empty. Wars. It's empty. And they know it's empty. But they're. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, it's, it's a whole thing. It's, I got nothing other than, yeah, without going on a, yes, a two hour fucking rant about it. Yes. <laughs> But that's, that's, I think, one of the main differences between paganism and most other things, or our old ethnic ways, as most people would call it, paganism, is it's solid. 
with even without the gods. Oh, but you can, not to cut you off, but I've actually used that term with people the ethnic way versus pagan. Like we start off with pagan, and I'm like, well, it's it's actually the ethnic way, and then they snap and get all excited. That's it. That's it. That's what you are. That's what you are. You're a real barbarian. And, and they actually get excited about it. But ethnic way. It's just a way of being. It's solid. It's how do you be a bear by being a bear? The reality is, is our ethnic way doesn't have a name. That's why we have to use adjectives. Yeah. That's why we have to describe it. That's why it's like, uh, well, what's how, what do you do? What's this thing? Uh, it's easier to describe what it's not. <laughs> Right. As soon as you put a name on it, even ethnic way, it can now start being tainted because yes. there's a name. As soon as it starts getting tainted, I am liquid enough. OK, well, I'll throw that away. And um, now I'll start describing it as uh, George's shoe. It doesn't matter. Well, we've even done that before. We've used a certain name and then we'll eventually drop it because people that let's go with they're a little bit less doing it. Mm hmm. Uh, they're, they're closer to the fandom and further from the spirituality part right. start using the same term. So we're like, OK, we got to move on. Yeah, we, we have to let that one go because we have to outrun the the fandomification. Yeah. And that's well, and I think that they're chasing us because they know that we're solid. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> we know that you're out there listening and you're you're angry and you're taking notes on the good stuff. Well, and a lot of this is because it's. We often emphasize our gods on our whatever we do. We, we bring them up. We'll tell stories about them. I'll well, get excited. Here's the thing. When we're talking about our gods, who we're actually talking about is our people. That's why we get excited. But to talk about the gods, first you have to understand the people. Yes. That's, that's why, like, what was that one podcast that we did? Uh, I keep calling it Red Flags, but that wasn't the name Pitfalls. of it. Pitfalls. The, the, the podcast Pitfalls. A lot of these people don't understand our people's nature, the ones writing the books. And they that start off with, in truth, I am a monotheist who is enamored with occultism, blah, 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 blah. Huge red flag. Don't really bother taking anything in the book serious. Anyways, to stay on topic, those people did not really understand the very nature and core of our people, so they cannot understand the gods on a fundamental level. They can know what the God is, but they can never know who the God is. Well, and the Wiccan we just talked about is one of the reasons I've I've consistently told people, first of all, if you got if you were really Christian, do not go straight to being pagan. No, use have a detox, a detox, a decompression period from one to the other. Mm -hmm. If you were a lapsed Christian, that's a bit different. You're basically atheist or agnostic without saying so. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is, is. If you don't have the time, if you don't have the patience to put the effort in to do a lot of research, which I know it sucks, it gets really boring. And it's difficult because it is because you have so to many argue traps put in the way you have to argue. It's like the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but mental. It's like crossing a minefield. Yes, precisely. Without the minesweeper. Yeah, without the minesweeper. So just be as. Just be the best you can be, be as noble as you can muster, and be loyal to your people. Strength, courage, and wisdom. You, you use these as, as your base, you'll be all right. Uh, I mean, uh, that's as simple as I can make it. Well, Strength, it's a simple... courage, and wisdom, the gift of the gods. You use these as your base. Ask yourself, is this action strong? Is it displaying courage? Is it 
wise, not necessarily knowledgeable, but is it wise? The more of these things that any action has in it, the better it is. Well, it's actually a, a mind trick I've started using because I'm uh, I'm a born and bred city boy, unfortunately. But basically, I started doing is this what barbarian version of me would do and using that to try and decide when I'm avoiding something or not avoiding something or right, anything it, like that. Am I making a, a brave choice or am I avoiding this thing out of cowardice? Am I being strong? Am I being wise in my decisions? Am I being bold? Right. Or well, am I, and I, I've even explained sometimes you, you can do the exact same thing for two different reasons. It can be an act of strength or it can be an act of weakness. It can be an act of courage or it can be an act of cowardice. The only question is, then is why are you doing this thing? What is the motivator? Which is what you're doing with the what would the barbarian me do? It's not necessarily do I or do I not do this thing? It's why am I doing this thing? The intent. Yeah. And that's one of the core elements of most of our lore. Because, like I said, even without the gods, there's substance to our old ethnic ways. One of the most common ideas is intent. What is the intent behind the action? You can do the exact same thing, and one individual in a story will be punished, and another will be rewarded. Mm -hmm. They'll do the exact same thing, but it's intent. One is doing it honestly. The other is doing it for reward. Right. These are two different ideas. Well, and, and it's a concept that's actually spreading through uh, through society. People are starting to realize intent matters. Um, well, it's like the black guy comedian. Um, I can't remember what his name is um, because I don't really care, but he's fairly funny. Um, but he, he did a skit about I gave a homeless guy five bucks. I went past the hundreds. I went past the 20s to give him five bucks. I didn't give him five bucks for him. I gave him five bucks for me intent matters it's like these people that's like well i feed the poor therefore i am a good person they don't care yes they do they notice yes they will take the food but they notice that you are a piece of crap giving them food for yourself not for them well it's the difference between a virtue and virtue signaling yes and it's something people have admitted it's like the the instagram uh virtue signalers oh, or i the, hate those those the, they're horrible people or the people that will um, get puppies and put them in precarious situations so they can save them for the YouTube camera. Yeah. I found a puppy and he was in the storm drain. Okay, but it's the same puppy that was in the tree in the last video. Mm -hmm. well, well, it's why I've really made people mad because they show me some video. Oh, you got to check this out. And then I'll watch the video and I see the thing. I'm like, yeah, the thing is all right, but this is a horrible person doing this thing for a horrible reason. And then they get mad at me. Because I point out it's a horrible person doing a thing for a horrible reason, which then makes the action, which should be good, a horrible action. Well, and that's the thing is people are obsessed with this idea of what is right and what is wrong. What is right for you might be wrong for somebody else. But in the end, it all comes down to intent. Intent. And a lot of times the result is out of your control. Mm -hmm. You could do something 100% right for all the right reasons and still fail. Yeah. Still end up destroying a friendship. Still end up losing a marriage. Losing a leg. Yes. Or Lo causing somebody else to lo lose a leg. And you still and you did everything right for the right reasons. Bad things happen. Bad things happen. It's it's an unfortunate thing, but it's it's a reality. Sometimes bad stuff 
just happens and you have to be it's something other people have said as well which is you have to be strong enough to weather the storm life doesn't get easier you get tougher yeah or um there was something else that that i heard uh life is training for right now my whole life has been training for this moment yes it's not this day is the first day of the rest of your life it's all of your life up to this point is training for right now and it's part of the reason why oh yeah as a matter of fact yes yes i i would I just read it to you in fact yeah not that, long that, ago. that's why i just heard it it's because you read it to me and it's true it is it's a really good um let's do a book plug uh, yes. actually because that came from a book uh, a very wise book robert aspirin's myth series yes it's good read it we'll, we'll put it right next to conan the barbarian by robert e howard as a recommended book and that's another thing we tend to recommend fiction books yes and it's well they're less dangerous they're less dangerous and they convey the feel mm-hmm. and that's part of the thing is even without the gods you can still have a way of doing like conan the barbarian there are gods mentioned but they mm-hmm. rarely if ever show up they're, they're never like the main yeah the main focus conan is the focus that strength that courage that wisdom that conan has that's one of the reasons we always promote that book is it's a good example of pagan masculinity. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to take that unless you're really trying and go off in an odd direction with it. Right. And people do, but, but they have to actively try to do it. Yes. Same with the myth books. And there's a few other ones. But part of it is it doesn't really matter. Like we mentioned earlier, it doesn't really matter which God is the the one true God because that's not even a concept it, it, yeah, in paganism. Yeah, it's not even a concept. It, it is well. The moment someone starts that argument, they're a universalist, not an ethnic faith practitioner. Mm-hmm. The gods are not on the pages of the book. These are stories about the deity. They are not the deity themselves. Thor is not trapped by the stories of the Eddas. Neither is Freya. Neither is the Dogda Puck. Any of our deities are deity-like beings. It doesn't really matter if you believe in them or not. They're either interesting figures you can use however you want to convey the message, to convey the idea of who our people are. Because these are... Well, sto- and that's the faith part in ethnic faith. It's the faith in in your people's strength and courage. Their, their understanding of the world. It is a faith in your people. It's not a faith in the gods. The gods are divine wing of your people. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, they are great ancestors that once lived doesn't really matter beyond that the beyond that is extra it's why we say ethnic way now instead of ethnic faith faith is less important than the way well faith in the way that most people understand it it. yeah perceive it because they've learned the the universalist idea of faith or belief well that's when you ask them well how do you know well that's why they call it faith that's why they call it belief Uh. You, man, they're partially, yeah, they're they're warping and twisting what these words actually mean. So the faith in ethnic faith is faith in, in our people. Well, it's why I used to, I used to say atheists could be pagan. I no longer say that, not because I don't believe that, not because I think theism is a required part of ethnic ways, but because atheism has become a religion in and of itself. Yeah. It has its own... The militant... Yeah, the militant atheism, that sort of secular ideology that Mm -hmm. comes with it. Yeah, it's become a religion of its own. Yes. The requirement is not belief in the gods. The part that makes you an ethnic faith practitioner, I'm 
practitioner of ethnic ways is belief in your own strength, courage, and wisdom, your own ability to do things and that of your people. You have to believe in these things or you're not you're not doing it. Well, and let's be honest, in today's world it's kind of hard. You it have is. to look you have to look because it isn't about belief or, or blind faith. So sometimes we have to look for evidence of yes, our people are still strong. The strength is in there. Yes, the courage is still it's still inside there. Yes, there is a seeking to understand. These seeds are still there. That builds the strength and the belief in our people. It's like they themselves might not believe it. They might have lost faith in themselves, but you can see it inside of them. Well, and that's actually one of the best recommendations that you ever gave me was not a book. It was people watching. Mm-hmm. Watch people. Watch how they act because we even, we've even talked about this recently. People will lie to themselves. They will lie to each other, but our natures will forever remain unchanged. Watch what people do, not what they say. Because they'll gladly lie and say, I love going to church. Or, of course, I am very welcome feeling at Ladash's house or something. Yeah. yeah. They'll say whatever they think is socially acceptable. But instinctively, we behave closer to a certain way. And you start noticing certain things like not only how our people actually are, but sometimes actually how how much we've endured. Because, like, you actually noticed this a couple years back. The stroke walk, especially mm-hmm. in young male yeah. Hyperboreans, it's almost like we've had a stroke, and I'm mostly over it, but basically one of our arms does this weird stiff, it's almost and like we had a mild stroke. too mobile while also being locked. And then there's the weird placement of the feet. It's, it's a stroke walk. It, it's literally like somebody that had a stroke and was recovering from it. And I think it's honestly because we've had our own nature denied for so long we've lost our rites of passage we've lost this connection to kinship family has always been an important part of the way we do things families communities things of that nature and we're completely devoid of it and we're so desperate for it back that we try to we try to assimilate to be what we think people want us to be Mm -hmm. but that very action is what makes it impossible to have those things because these actions are detrimental to community, to having a family. Right. Well, and I was talking to Spiffy. Hey, there's your plug. Um, I was talking to Spiffy and he asked me a question. I'm not going to get into that part, but I, I told him, you know, you have to heal first before you can do these other things. Part of healing is carrying yourself upright. Like there's a, a, tendency and i've watched really big people try to do this which is absolutely ridiculous making ourselves as small as possible pulling our shoulders forward dipping our head down take Uh, up as little space as possible they're taking up as little space as possible no start standing up spread your legs a little bit um even if you're a woman stand there and practice standing with your feet shoulder width apart take up that's your space damn it Take up your space. Don't allow other people to push into your space. Stand up tall. Hold your shoulders back. Push those titties or those chest muscles forward. Oh, Show yeah. people you're, you're there. I exist, damn it. Well, Hold you your head up high. Hold it with pride. That doesn't mean looking like some, some young guys that I've met in real life. I do hold my head up. No, you're looking up. 
hold your head up. Keep your your face square, uh, parallel, parallel. Yeah, parallel to the ground. So look forward. You are a predator. Look forward and hold your head up. Don't dip your chin in. Don't let your neck sag. Don't look up at the ceiling and look at the world looking down your nose like like uh, the small hats do. They do that actually so that they can look more hyperborean. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. They tip their head back and so look down their nose. So the nose looks more straight. Yeah. yeah, so that their nose looks more straight. Um, anyways, yeah, take up the space that is yours. When you sit in a chair, don't scrunch yourself all up. You're a predator. Relax. Have you ever seen predators scrunch up? Wolves, bears, uh, bobcats. Shoot your dog. Your dog stretches out, and he's like, yeah, this is my space. Just, just let it all hang out. You because you're in his space. Oh, yeah. Uh, most predatory animals lounge. Yeah. Wolves do it. Lions do it. Bears do it. Cats do it. Relax your gait a little bit. You know, I'm not. And don't it, try to move a particular way because you're going to fuck it up. Just, just relax. relax into who you are. That's the thing. That's the whole point of the ethnic ways. It's not about being a specific prescribed way. It's not about necessarily mimicking any one individual. Mm -hmm. It's about being the best you, the most natural you, the most in tune with who you are. Well, and like I, I've been teaching you how to fight and move and whatnot. Um, as an example of why to not try and mimic somebody, remember me telling you how, how those the stride of your foot is supposed to go. And then you was trying to do it and it was unfortunate. It, it was unfortunate. It was as clumsy. It was, it was bad, but you're walking better now because you understand how your foot's supposed to fall, but you also understand you have to relax into it. You just do it. If you try to do it, you're going to mess it up. I think the stroke walk is because so many young men are so uncomfortable with being young like, men. How do I move my arms or how do I not move my arms while I walk, which then causes this really weird gait? Well, and actually part of it, I think, is the lack of rites of passage. But you can't artificially create these because they're not tied to age. They're mm. not tied to, I slayed a lion. What? No, it's... There are certain things that you have to overcome. The difference between a man and a woman and an animal, because we are animals, but when you are able to become a fully fledged adult, you're more than that. You, you've you've gone where the bear meets meets the uh, the god, yeah. basically, and that's what the rites of passage are supposed to represent. They're supposed to be like, we acknowledge as a community that you've achieved this. We acknowledge as a people. You've achieved this. Right, but if, if we just say, oh, well, you're not a man until you can climb this hundred foot free climb this hundred foot cliff. Well, then people will start climbing the cliff just to prove to that it. they're a man. And then all you end up with in many cases is a boy standing up at the top of a cliff that he climbed. Well, it's actually part of the issue that I think has happened is a lot of our elders. And I know we just mentioned them in a more positive light, but mm -hmm. I'm sure some people have noticed these things. And we actually have described it before the hippie face. Oh, that's very I, unfortunate. I think what's worse it, than the stroke walk. Yes. I think what it is is a lot of our elders never had to grow up, never had to fully become adults because it's actually starting to be mentioned by our women. Our males are not completely physically developed. Perpetual adolescence. Yes. And they hate it. It's like some, uh, there are some people that will try to blame the women. There are some people that will try to blame the men. 
Here's the reality. There are expectations of both sexes and neither of us are on average meeting up to it right now. Well, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a good ana- uh, analyzing, I guess, of what causes a hippie face is they never actually grew up because I've noticed in the people with the hippie face, their eyes, cravenness and cruelty. They are both cowards and cruel while trying to portray themselves as being anything but these things. And their face isn't quite developed. It, like They have the, the, the lines because they're old, the gray hair. They might even have the beard trimmed or untrimmed. It doesn't seem to matter. The beard does look fake, oddly. Yeah, though. it looks like the beard is kind of glued to their face rather than growing out of it. Whether they groom it or don't, it doesn't seem to matter. Um, they get kind of a gaunt look to them. But I think really it's because they got old without ever actually growing up. Yes, because fun fact, while beards and going bald are indications in our race specifically of maturity, our species species specifically of maturity, they are on a biological clock. There are certain things that can make them come out early or late, but if you're going to get them, you're going to get them. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go bald, you will eventually go bald. If you're going to have a full beard, you will eventually have a full beard. Which is why there's a bunch of, it doesn't really matter how masculine you get. It's actually not as much of an indication of an well, adult no, male. Well, forced masculine, masculinity is not masculinity. Well, it's like. But as soon as you try, you failed. Well, ma- true masculinity is effortless. It's been mentioned by other people. Mm-hmm. And in our people, we have a specific kind of masculinity. Because if you look, try to use, I don't know, the Japanese way of masculinity, it's not going to work for us. It's too off. And. And, and you're just mimicking, so therefore you aren't even Japanese masculine. No. And this is the whole thing, is there's also these subcultures of, like, machismo, which is false masculinity. It's an yeah. aesthetic masculinity, just like plastic paganism is an aesthetic paganism, an aesthetic ethnic way. The same is true of women. Like, it's I've even mentioned this to you. I don't really like females that start wearing all the pink and start looking like a legally blonde individual because they don't seem real. They don't seem like an actual woman. They no, seem like no. I've met them that are genuine and they're beautiful. But somebody else that does it to a, another female that does it to appear feminine, they fail horribly. As soon as you actively try, you failed. Well, just uh, like how many things have I told you told you that with when you're like, well, I don't know how to do this thing. I'm like, well, don't try. You just do it. Yoda was right. There is no try. There is do or do not do. As soon as you try, you fail. And then there's a couple of things where you're like, oh, yeah, as soon as I stop trying, I got it. Yes, it's things will naturally flow. They will naturally come into the being of what they are supposed to be. You will come up against some obstacles, but the more you try to force something, the worse it's going to be. Really, all you have to do is face in that right in that correct direction and then just flow into it as soon as you start moving towards it the goal gets further and further away but if you just flow into it because you're facing in the right direction so it's it's not like we're not saying be rudderless and it's just going to happen no you have to be aware of where you're going but if you try running towards the finish line the finish line is just going to get further away you have to just go to it you have to just be yeah it is the way it sounds so bad it sounds not bad but angering like what are you even saying yeah it sounds wishy-washy but it's actually really solid and it, it 
it, it comes back to that one episode we did via negativa. You can't describe. Can you describe all of American culture alone? Just American culture, all of Texan. We'll wait. All of Texan culture, uh, not even all of English culture. Let's go with something smaller. All of the culture of Northumbria. Can you do it, Northumbrians? If you're listening, can you do it? <laughs> you can't. It's more easy to describe. Oh, we don't do that here. Right. You know, it's like, what do people get irritated about with uh, movies? They don't get angry about the correct representation. Most of the time, they won't even notice, but they notice when you get something wrong, right? when something's not quite right. And I think that's what a lot of people end up doing. Like we've had Which com- is something with uh, some of our art projects, for instance, working with our artist. Uh, you go check out his Telegram channel, um, Ethel Wolf, Wolf Art. art. He... Uh, Getting him to, because he does it sometimes, or he does it all the time without realizing what he's doing. You put in that detail and kind of hope nobody will notice, because if you don't put it there, they're going to notice. If you put it there with the intention of them noticing, it now looks wrong. Well, it's like the Pringles man. Mm -hmm. The Pringles man, they removed the glint in his eye. It's such a small detail, but then people are like, it's like he gave up on life. The Pringles (laughs) man is dead inside. Yeah, and. You kind of have to point out, yeah, they took the glint out of his eye. And, that, and the shine oh, from that's his mustache. Yeah. Because the shine on hair indicates health. So now he looks like a depressed, soulless mascot instead of the happy, horribly misshapen, headed Pringles right. man. Uh, it's those details that, that you don't notice. It's Life is full of them. Well, it's and, like, and the thing is, is, the harder you try, the worse you get. Well, it's like a lot of young men grow up wishing they had a beard mm-hmm. until and they then, get one and then they get one but you can't force it you can't just sit there squeeze your fists and go oh, I've, tried. I've tried just going all force super of saying, will push push the beard out of my face and i'm sure some females have also tried to will themselves bigger breasts mm-hmm. but it's it doesn't work that way you you get what you get you are who you are you can actually fight it that's what's happening to a lot of our males and females right now is they're they're fighting who they are. They're trying to be something people say they're supposed to be, but they're not. And as a result, they're fighting against their own nature so much they don't fully become who they're meant to be. Right. And some people might think that we're talking leftist talking points because their talking points are eerily close to being right. But what it is, is they've noticed the right thing, but they pick it up and they run off in the wrong direction. Well, it's they, they pick up the football and they try to go play baseball with it. Yes. Or basketball. Yeah. It doesn't bounce very well. I've tried. So they know this is a ball. This ball is an amazing ball. And then they go use it in the wrong way. Well, it's actually something people have noticed is the left is very good at diagnosing problems. Their solutions almost always make things worse. Right. Well, like they're like, well, take pride in who you are. This is true. And then they go jump off the deep end with it. And it's like, oh, they've lost their ever loving minds. They well, didn't understand what they just said. No. Well, and part of it is because who the frick are you? It, only you know. And then for some reason, everybody's confused. Like, I've got to find myself by going on this journey. No. Yeah, because that drives me up. The, but I don't know who I am. Yes, you do. Stop lying to yourself. Yes, unless you, you know if you're strong. You know if, if you're, you're weak. Yeah, if you're weak or... You, you know, know if, if you're a coward, a thief, a murderer. You know. You know if you're a follower or a leader. You know if you're a 
curious individual or a homebody? Are you an explorer? You know if you're giving or if you're selfish. No matter what the action is, a selfish person can give stuff away. That does not make them giving. That they're they're feeding the selfish nature. If they're giving, they don't have to give everything away. They can hold on to stuff. That doesn't make them not giving. And they know. They know why they're doing the things that they're doing. They might not want to admit it, but it's in there. They know. And, and I do not accept when somebody looks me in the eye and says, but I don't know who I am. Then you're lying to yourself and you're lying to me. Stop lying. Unless you're Gomez. I say poking and... somebody in the imaginary forehead, not even their chest, right in their forehead. Yes. And I, I was going to make a joke there about Gomez Adams having to find half of his brain. Yeah. But the deliveries. Yeah. He's he's the exception to the rule. But he it's was OK for him to not know who he is because he's missing half of his yes, brain. But he's a fictional revenant that quite literally had to find parts of himself. Right. At one point, he didn't even have a brain. Yes. If I only had a brain and, and festers festers the same way. Yes. And the Adams family, not Wednesday Adams or not uh, not Wendy Adams, but Wednesday Adams family. Yes. Well, and a lot of it comes down to asking why and looking at people, actually looking at them, looking at who they are, right. looking at what they do. Well, and not looking for the best or the worst in people. Just but looking just at watching. them as you are, as you are, as they are, and then working to be the best version of yourself. It's actually a common, um, common advice people give, which mm-hmm. is be the best you. Be better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were Last time, you're not trying to beat the world record. You're trying to beat your record. And if that eventually becomes every a world day record, is a PR. Yes. Every day is an attempt to get a no, new personal record, whether that's distance, speed, weight, whatever. It's always an opportunity to better yourself. Every day that is that you've lived so far is training for today. Yeah, it's man. Just man. I had something else deep I was going to say, but it fell over the, the edge of the boat. I forgot what it was. It'll come back up. Well, and that's part of it is the ethnic way is all around us, so we don't notice it. It's like most people don't bat an eye at Groundhog Day. They don't realize how freaking odd it is that there's a holiday where we crowd around a groundhog to predict the weather. To hear what it's going to say. It says, yeah, the, the groundhoggies, he'll relay it. Nobody bats an eye at this. They're like, oh, it's just some odd thing. And then I dug into it and I bothered to find out. I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot behind this. Yeah. And it's because we're so used to it, we don't notice it. It's like even um, arrows. Like uh, for the West, most of us, we used to have like finger pointy things for some reason. Yeah. But we also have literal t pointing in certain directions. Right, go this way. Go that yes. way. And... Most other countries don't have it until they interact with us. Yes. Uh, well, and um, one of the things I was going to bring up is because we was talking about people watching a lot. You have to be careful with that because if you're going out trying to prove people are inherently bad, that's what you're going to see because you're going to ignore everything that's, that's positive and focus on the negative and be like, yeah, I knew people sucked. It, it's confirmation bias. You have to be very careful about confirmation bias. Well, and you also have to be careful because people get weird about that. Mm-hmm. So so don't accidentally get the cops called on you because some people are paranoid. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it, people watching, it's some of the best advice that you can give and receive and actually do. But you have to be very careful about having having an objective because of confirmation bias. 
well, which is one of the things like with uh, um, um, we even brought it up. I brought up the the episode a couple uh, already. The not the red flags. The other one, pitfalls. The pitfalls in the pitfalls um, podcast. When when we when we have an idea, something weird like oh, wouldn't it be funny if we're descended of bears? Yeah, it would make so much sense because this, this, and this. Now we start researching. What we did was try to prove ourselves wrong. This had to have been proven that there's no possible way. We went into genetic studies. We went, oddly, there is no genetic comparison between bears and hyperboreans. Yet they oddly have really similar sperm. Yeah, yet the sperm is, they cannot... At least when the study was done, they couldn't detect the difference visually looking at bear sperm versus human uh, versus hyperborean sperm. Well, and then the other interesting thing is then after we started looking into that, we found out that according to a vast portion of our lore, the bear is our forest cousin or our literal. Yeah, ancestor. it's not like little pockets here and there. It's it's everywhere across Europe, Spain, oh, Italy, even where you wouldn't Greek think and up. Oh, in Greece, uh, two famous figures from the Trojan War are both descended of bears in some fashion. Uh, Paris and Odysseus. Yes. They're both descended it's, of bears. It's everywhere. And we was trying to prove ourselves wrong. And we thought, ah, uh, this has got to be silly. Nobody's said or thought this or. No, and oddly enough, when or, we tell people that they're like, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, both but our we, own. But and, the important part is, is we didn't set out to prove ourselves right. We set out to prove ourselves wrong. Oh, yeah, like uh, human hibernation, the the winter sleep. That's we how, actually, trying to prove ourselves wrong is how we got all the information. Yeah, and then we figured it out. I'm like, oh, hey, no, we're actually supposed to basically, we just don't call it hibernation because... And we didn't ask the, people, Google, the Google machine either. Are humans and bears descended of the same animal? Google would say, no, humans are descended of... Jet, uh, of Chimps or bonobos or whatever nowadays. and related to chimps and bonobos. I think that's it. I'm not going to look it up, but Google would say all that. And then we'd be like, oh, I guess we was wrong. But we didn't do that. We dove deep into it, trying to prove trying to actually prove ourselves wrong. Well, it's uh, like I think one of the first places that we went was genetic studies. And we're, we was like, oh, wow, they have com they have compared the genetics of humans to all these different things. None to a bear. Well, and actually, if you start digging into the more obscure genetic studies, they end up admitting there's no way to know. Genetics are completely the wild west of science. You have no idea. Most people have no idea what they're talking about. It's like, well, there's like a, a well, ludicrous. But they've mapped the human genome until you talk to an actual geneticist. And then they're like, there's no way. It's too much information in one person. And then there's variation among the species. There is no way to do it. Same with... um trying to figure out like well what is the genetic uh similarities between a human and a banana there's no way to know that 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 is anytime they say this percentage is the same it's guesswork yeah humans and bananas have 10 percent of our genes in common i've seen that spouted off so much they're well no shit it's it's an organic thing on this planet and there's dna there because it's alive so, of course, there's going to be similarities, but there's no way to know that 10% number. No, there's no way to know any of that. It, it, do, it doesn't work that way. There's too much data. And then I think this is partly where a lot of people end up going off is they end up hyper-focusing on something that 
in the grand scheme of things for our people doesn't really matter. Yeah, some obscure detail. Yeah, they end up hyper-focusing on, I don't know, the brain. Or they hyper-focus on IQ. Or they hyper-focus on blonde hair. A lot of it is like that one. I think I I did as Telegram. I might have done it as a meme. I don't know. I don't remember. But the thing of, this this is an oak forest. Well, no. This is a forest. So you're saying this isn't an oak tree? Well, no, that's an oak tree. But this is a forest. Yes, it's an oak forest. No, it's a forest, and that's an oak tree. Are you saying this is not an oak tree? That's what they end up doing. Because they're overly focused on on some obscure thing. It's that focusing on that one singular thing while ignoring everything else. Well, like we've had people that will argue there's almost nothing left to paganism, which is why they do this or that. And then we prove to them, no, in fact, there's so much it is physically impossible, even if you lived your entire life, like immortality, immortality, you would never be able to research all of it. Yeah. That's well, how because first you'd have to get caught up. Yes. And that and it, and it continues to go. So you, you have to be twice as fast as time. And it just ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. And they actually start to panic mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Right. Like, well, and that's why I do this is because this little bit I can understand. Well, at least now I guess you're being honest. Well, that's what it turns into is it turns into an excuse. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing our ethnic ways has never been good with, it's excuses. Yeah, excuses are not tolerated. Excuses is how you get the whole tribe killed. Yeah, Uh, uh, quite simply. Well, you didn't lock up the food stores and the bear ate all of it. Now we're going to starve. But but I was gonna, but then I kind of forgot. Doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't work. But the bear was out there. Well, you still should have locked it, especially because the bear was there. You knew it was going to eat it. Why didn't you holler and get help to chase the bear away? It's an excuse. There was a thousand things that he could have done, but instead he's too busy making excuses. Excuses lead to death and maiming. Well, and it shows cowardice. It shows a lack of positive intent. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing is our ethnic ways... They sprung out of not only a desire to survive, not only a desire to live, but to thrive, to be more than just scrounging food, to be more than just existence. Well, um, I've told this story before, too. As a child, do childish things. Sometimes I did stupid things and I get snatched up by my great uncle. And why did you do this? And I'm like. Because I wanted to and I thought it was a good idea at the time. Turns out it wasn't. He just sets me down. He's like, okay, I can't argue with that. I didn't offer an excuse. I thought it was, I wanted to do it. I thought it was a good idea. Turns out it wasn't. My apologies. I'm not going to do that again because it was a bad idea. I didn't even have to apologize. Oh, yeah. He understood. I knew that was a bad thing to do at that current time. (laughs) It's like that silly thing most kids end up doing. I, well, if I have wide enough cardboard wings, I'm going to be able to fly. Yeah, it seems like a good idea until they jump off the roof and then they're like, oh, crap, that sucked. <laughs> yes, and if they didn't die or get horribly maimed, they don't do it again. Right. Usually only usually once is enough. Yes. Now whether Some not... kids require three tries. Yes. Well, I did, they just weren't big enough that time. Yeah. It wasn't stiff enough. Whatever. But some kids require multiple tries. I needed more torque. <laughs> yeah exactly so uh 
Yeah, it's things. It, it isn't as hard as people want uh, want to think it is. Um, the elders, in general, what all their the reason why they well, you need to go to church, honey. They're worried about you. They have nothing else to offer. They're looking at other groups and they they see that what they're doing is hollow. Oh yeah, the 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 druids with their silly robes and their. Uh, LGBTQ nature worshipping weirdos, your uh, Viking fandoms, your Wiccan fandoms. Yeah, they've seen this, and they've even seen it in churches. But they don't know anything else. That's why they like, don't know if there is another option. A lot of people think Christianity is our ethnic faith. We've had to argue with people like that before, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, oh, yeah." So the reason why it's because they love you. And, and really all that they all any generation has wanted is for the next generation to do better with the exception of the fucking hippies that's in control now. And they want their children to do better. They don't want everybody to. In the end, that's what every, every generation wants for the next generation is for them to be better than me. I, I don't ask much. Just be better than me. The reality is, is while the gods, gods period of any people are an element of the spirituality of the way of being, they're not the most of it. They're the chocolate chips in the cookie. Mm-hmm. You still have a cookie without the chocolate chips, but the chocolate chips are a nice addition. And a lot of times there's some wibbly wobbly right. stuff that goes into it. Like that one, like after Christianity took route root, there was that odd cult in the Alps that venerated the devil as the god of the earth. And then the go- the With Christian- the way that's presented, I can't disagree with them. Oh yeah, cuz they they had the Christian god, but they put he's they viewed him as the sky god. So they're like, he's way the frick up there. Why would we bother? Yeah. He has nothing to do with me. This guy this guy is on earth. He's he's got stuff going on. They didn't have a conception. It's in the end, it's what's good for the people. Right. Pragmatism. There's a certain well, and we're not we're not arguing that we can play nice with with the Christians because we keep trying to ignore them. They keep chasing us. Well, the reality but the is the thing is, is the Christians that th- those are the zealots that's chasing us. Most pe- most Christians aren't Christian at all. No, they're either folk Christian, which is a borderline pagan religion or they're it's a children's religion. It's mm-hmm. like well, I, they even say it. The child of Christ. Yes, it's. Well, I'm right. You're wrong. Well, what? What? Why can't we just get? A, why can't we just agree to disagree? Because you're wrong. It turns yeah. into a children's argument. Those are argument. zealots. It, Those it, are the zealots. Yes. And they're dangerous. They're craven. They're cowardly. They will wait for you to be in a weak position to pounce on you. They will bring their fifty-two friends. But these are the zealots. Most Christians are not them. No. It doesn't mean that we can play nice with all Christians and just welcome into our home. Because they will all end up doing that should should we just blindly be like, yeah, it's great. We're in a precarious position. I, I, I wish I had an answer. I don't. But I don't blame most Christians. Most Christians are good people. They're trying. They're trying and they don't know anything. And better. they know that the church is corrupt. Yeah, they'll they'll he's crooked as a snake's back. Churches for sinners. No, I don't go to church. What's the point? And, and we've we've we touched on this in the podcast. Folk Christianity. When you're talking to them, make sure to blame the church, not the Christian, because 
they already know that they're bad Christians. But when you attack Christians and you say Christians this and Christians that, you're saying you're bad. What they're hearing is you saying you're bad, your family is bad, your friends are bad, and poking at them. You're bad, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. Focus on the church. Oh, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, the church is corrupt. The church is oppressive. The church is this. The church is that. They will join right in. Most Christians will because they know the church is corrupt. Well, and the point of any spirituality is the people. It always is. It's what it's supposed to be, whether it's to control them like a universalist faith or to embolden them like an ethnic faith. Mm -hmm. It's why pagans got called godless heathens. Christians used to be made fun of for being atheists because they only believed in one God. Now, here's, here's something hopeful. I am so solid within our ethnic way. Christians don't bother trying to convert me. At first they think, oh, he's a good man. He's great. He's strong. He's all this stuff. And he is a consummate Christian. Then they realize that I'm not a Christian mostly because I tell them or they watch watch and actually listen they figure i'm not christian and then they're like there's no point in trying to convert this man he is too solid he he won't be converted he can't be converted so they don't even try and and the thing is they'll well you're a good man gonna burn in hell okay fine well hell hell's a nice place anyway she's gonna turn the heat up for me because uh some people say it's freezing there i don't know but okay well, and just just as an example, this is I never really get worried about Christianity. And a good example of this is there was this brief period where Christianity was trying to make a comeback. Like there was all these media personalities online. That yeah, were here, really what pushing. was that, a year, two years yeah, ago? Yeah, half a year ago or so. And then people tried to go back to church. There was this brief lift in church numbers. And then it all fell back down because our people know that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's not what we want as a people and it doesn't work for us and at least for our elders they're not scared of us finding something else that works they're scared of us not finding anything that works yeah that is an excellent way to to word it they're not scared of us finding something else that works they're scared of us finding nothing that works all right so um yeah we've hit that that hour mark and as usual it's like mid-conversation uh, we got to go. So we'll see you guys, I believe, next week. Yes. And to all the dirty heathens out there, the quote-unquote, as the Christians called us, godless heathens, be great. <laughs>